Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson, and this is Missing to Podcast. The Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. Talking all things Kelly and to you. Here is Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Missing to Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. And today... We're going to be talking about a few things, but most importantly, we're going to be talking about the new Chemistry Deluxe album that we got uh, this past Friday. We're going to be talking about the new tracks, our first impressions of them. Um, We're also going to be talking about Kelly's recent appearance on the Today Show, and also she did uh, some social media lives recently, so we'll be talking about that a little bit as well. Yeah, let's start with those uh, those social media lives because uh, there were supposed to be several of them to celebrate the release of the deluxe edition of Chemistry, but turns out they didn't really do that great of a job of checking each other's calendars before all the schedules went out. So Kelly originally intended on being on the big four platforms. She was going to be on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. Turns out she only had time to do Instagram and TikTok before she had to catch a flight out for the iHeartRadio Festival uh, in Las Vegas, which is happening after we're recording our episode. So we're not going to have anything really to say about that, other than the fact to say that it's something that happened. So there's our recap <laughs> of the uh, iHeart uh, Festival. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and Excellent. Uh, and also, in, in, all, uh, in all honesty, Pam and I both missed the TikTok Live because now that Homegirl is on Eastern Time, uh, she's doing things a lot earlier for some of us. And for me, especially, I was still technically working. I think my show was still going on uh, at, at my radio station. So I didn't have a chance to even tune in uh, at all to TikTok. And I had to catch up later with the Instagram live. But from what I've heard, she primarily talked uh, in the, in, or the, excuse me, the TikTok live about her fantasy football team. It's 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 wild how much she's gone from like sports ball to like oh, I'm taking this seriously. It's really funny. <laughs> she's she loves sports now and that's great. I just think it's hilarious. So I I hope she does well. I hope she wins. I don't really understand it. Um but go Kelly, go Cowboys, I guess. I would love to see like just be able to look at the league that she has cuz apparently it's with primarily just the band, her and the band. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm assuming that probably, you know, Trisha probably has a team as well, but I would love to just be a fly on the wall watching the trash talk and just seeing who she has for what. And, uh, yeah. So I heard some people say that she was talking about some of the players she has, uh, in the TikTok live. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I gotta, I gotta hope that somebody, uh, capped it and we get a chance to watch it, uh, in the very near future. I think at the Today Show, I don't know. I don't know if this was like during sound. I don't remember when it happened. I was there for a while, but she had mentioned that the only person that she, that that is beating her at the moment, I think, is Lester, <laughs> and that she is beating Jason. Yeah, she did say that. I believe on air. So yeah, because okay. I caught that. Oh man! So good luck to everyone. Have fun. Yes. Hope everyone has a great time. <laughs> Pam's over here wearing that shirt that just says, I hope all the teams have a good time. Truly. Yes. Truly. Um, Instagram Live was interesting. I caught most of it. Yep. Um, you know, in true Kelly fashion, she's like hinting certain things. And then, but mm-hmm. like, I can't tell you. Yeah. I think the biggest, the biggest takeaway was someone was talking about like demos and unreleased songs, like don't from what, like 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. And... She was kind of like, I don't know, there might be something. And like, yeah. I, part of me doesn't feel like it's going to be like released, recorded stuff, because I'm sure a lot of that pro- might fall under the RCA umbrella. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but like, I I, I don't know what this means. Does this mean live? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little inquisitive about this as well, because if the songs never got out of the demo phase then I don't believe that any one particular label can claim ownership. It's still the property of the writers of the songs. But what if the label pays for the the demos and like they pay for the production and even though it doesn't make the final stage, it was still almost work workshopped. Or I don't know. Because usually the artists don't the artists have to recoup 
the cost to the label for recording time? Because I thought that, that was always that was costs that were taken out of the proceeds the from an album. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think even still, I think the label doesn't own anything until there's an actual physical master recording. Like okay, w- once they sense. have a, a final recording, that tape, quote unquote, I mean, back in the day, it was an actual tape, but yeah, that tape belongs to the label until an artist, you know, either buys it from them or whatever. And, and you know, see also Taylor Swift drama. Um, yeah. But, Interesting. you know, I don't know what this is going to be. And the first thing that came to my mind was sort of like what they did. Uh, I, I believe it was around the stronger era when she did the Kelly Clarkson live website and she was releasing all those songs, uh, like the covers and stuff from the tour. I thought maybe, you know, they were going to set up a website oh. and maybe put like maybe they've sat around somewhere in like a rehearsal space or something or a studio and they've maybe, you know, gone back and revisited some of these songs and they maybe just cut, you know, s- versions of them a la smokestack sessions and maybe they're just going to put a few out. I don't I don't know. I, I I'm completely reaching in the dark here about that. But um all, all we know is that she said something's about to happen in regards to unreleased songs. There might be times or days that you might hear some unreleased stuff. What does that mean? That is the cagiest of evasive <laughs> of vague that she could have possibly gotten. I Yeah, I have no idea what she was even alluding to. So obviously that's going to be left open to interpretation for all of us. But it sounds like, because I mean... With the writer strike, you know the the writers and the and the uh, studios seem like they're making some progress, but I, I don't know. I can't see in the future, you know, when this writer strike is going to be done, so that the talk show can start back up again. So we don't know how much free time yeah. she's going to have between now and when the show starts taping again. It could be a month. It could be three months. It could be longer, or it could be just a matter of a couple of weeks. So she's got to do something you know she's got to fill her time with something the kids are in school so she's got sort of her days free i am assuming so there's got to be something that you know she wants to keep herself occupied with or busy with i know that she did the the lives from what i understand to be her new place in new york yeah which looked like a library because it did look like a library it looked like she had just found like a cozy corner in the library back in the back corner Sat in front of, you know, the ornate wood paneling on the wall and in just this cavern. It sounded like a cavernous room that she was in. Probably doesn't have any stuff put together yet because she's hardly been home to to get all that stuff put together. But either way, um, it, it does sound like something is on the horizon, something that is not chemistry related because she didn't seem to equate the two projects together. Mm-hmm. So you'll obviously have to stay tuned. It's probably going to be something that comes out of absolutely nowhere. It'll just be one day she's going to post on social media. Hey, I decided to go back into the vault and dig up some old tunes. That's really the only clue we got was somebody asking about old unreleased songs. And I don't know. I I mean, we're still, let's see, we're still about a a year away from the, the 20th anniversary of Breakaway. Oh so my I, God. so I can't see, you know, I can't see there being, you know, vault tracks from breakaway reappearing because RCA yeah. didn't do anything for thankful, but you know, breakaway thankful, was definitely bigger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Breakaway was a much bigger album. So there would be more reason to do a reissue. But again, that's, that's way down the line. And I don't, I don't, that would probably, well, I mean, I don't even know if that would require Kelly to talk to RCA. RCA could do that's, that on yeah. their own because again, yeah. They own the masters. They can do whatever they want with those songs. So I don't think she would be involved in that. So I don't think it has anything to do with Breakaway 20 at all. So this is something she's obviously working on on her own. Moral of the story, um, everything is a conspiracy theory at this moment. Yes. And uh, you can believe what you want to believe. And that's what we're doing. So if you missed, I mean, she spoke about some other things, but I feel like that was like the big takeaway. Yeah. And I've I've got a couple of other things that she talked about. Um, And by the way, if you want to clown with us, and send us your theories at Miss Into Podcast on all the socials. We would love to hear you clown with us. Um, some other things she talked about specifically on Instagram. She did uh, give a little bit of insight as to her postmortem thoughts about Las Vegas. 
Uh, she said she loved Vegas. She liked the back theater a lot. Uh, she would like to do it again. That was the extent of what she said about another uh, residency in Las Vegas, potentially next summer. Uh, she said that she loved that they set the humidity in the theater for a singer's voice. I know that that's a kind of a common thing that they do. That I mean, that was famously done by Celine Dion over at Caesars. So, uh, I mean, she obviously enjoyed her accommodations, enjoyed her time. She didn't. She said she actually kind of liked it more than she thought she was going to, uh, which is great. Um, somebody asked her about writing a memoir, which, you know, I think we've maybe very, very briefly discussed about something yes. she can do down the road. Cause remember, because remember, you, you, you have a great title. Yep. Just wanted to call it. Here's the thing. And, um, she said that, no, she said that's not happening. Um, see, but she says these give kinds her, of things give her give her 10 years <laughs> yeah give her 10 15 years down the road when she starts to reflect more on her career and maybe she'll want to tell the story but as of right now when she's you know 42 years old or 41 years old and not so much and yeah. then also she said that uh, somebody asked her about performing at the super bowl she said it was the, it was a no but it was more like I think she really does feel like she is not what the Super Bowl is looking for, which, you know, every I would say you know, five, six, seven years, the Super Bowl just has somebody who is a big name, who is just a great performer. First person I think of is like Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen played the Super Bowl one year. He's not, you know, flying on trapezes and, you know, going up in the air and doing flips and stuff. He's just doing a great performance and he's definitely for like the 30 plus crowd yeah not for exactly. the, fi the 15 year olds watching exactly yeah, yeah. so uh, i i feel like she needs to give herself a little bit more credit i think she with the catalog that she has she could absolutely fill you know a 14 to 17 minute super bowl halftime show uh she does say that she wants to see pink do it which you know when she said that i'm like god i'm actually shocked that she hasn't done it yet and i feel like yeah. she's probably uh, on the NFL's short list of people to do the Super Bowl. Uh, she would like to uh, see if Pink does do the Super Bowl. She wants to see a revisiting of Lady Marmalade. I would love that as well. Yep. So that would be <laughs> so much Pink, Maya, Christina Aguilera, and Missy Elliott. And Lil' Kim. And Lil' Kim, yes. Yeah. So, um, which would be awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. But suffice to say, going back to the sort of uh, secret project that she may or may not be working on, I would, if I were to say anything about that, I would say keep your eyes open maybe in the month of October because I think that even if the writer's strike were to end tomorrow, they've still got a couple of weeks before they could really get ramped up and ready to start shooting the show. So there would still be some free time there, even though she would probably be focusing wholly on getting the show up and running and off the ground. But yeah. I still think that we're a little ways away and who knows, maybe she's looking to do something to keep herself occupied in the month of October outside of the one appearance that she has uh, at the Odyssey uh, concert. But yeah. other than that, keep your ears and eyes open. If you missed the Instagram live, by the way, um, it is right on her Instagram. So yes, it's right there, right there. It's like 25 minutes or so. It's good. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a good watch. A uh, lot yeah. of, I mean, I would say the like 40 to 50% of it is just simply people asking her to cover stuff and whether or not she would cover certain artists. I mean, that seems to be the, the generic yeah. question that most people ask her these days is, you know, Hey, will you cover this person or, you know, do you like this song? Right. So there's that's a lot of what people are asking these days. So you have to kind of wade through that. But every once in a while, something cool pops up and she kind of goes off on a tangent. I, I thought it was really funny how she she was talking about, I think, Lana Del Rey or something at one point. Yeah. And she mentioned Maleficent. <laughs> that was, was funny. Like, I bumped oh. on that. I bumped on that. I was like, oh, oh, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, that is a nice segue to talking about her appearance on the city concert series at the Today Show. Yes. Because the first thing that I noticed when she came out for her performance was the jacket that she wore the first night of the Vegas residency, a.k.a. what Rob deemed the Maleficent jacket, 
was back. <laughs> it was back in full force. Yeah. Um, but, but Pam, I want to start. I want to hear like your story about, you know, the Today sure. Show from the very beginning. Sure. Okay. So I went, um, I woke up at 3 a.m. because I'm crazy. Woo. But no, there are, there, are pe- there are people like waiting out since like 11 p.m. So yeah. wild. Anyway, so I got to, by the time I ended up getting over there, um, it was about five-ish. So yeah, I got there. I was hanging out in line with uh, Rob and our friend Brett and a bunch of other fans that I met there as well. Um, we got in. We probably got into the area between five thirty and six. And I was at. We were at like the edge of the catwalk. Mm-hmm. And which it's been a while since Kelly's had a catwalk. Yeah, um, it's been a while, and I remind myself I don't love them, but it's okay. I was in a good spot. Um, what else? What else? What else? So she came out and did sound check probably at like, I don't know, maybe like 6.30, 6.45, which is insane. Yeah. Like most people barely can talk at that hour and she's there like wailing all these notes. Um, So she, what did she do? So she performed four songs. Um, Mine, Favorite Kind of High, Lighthouse, and Since You've Been Gone. What they ended up doing is Right before, so I think Kelly went on like after sound check. We were just kind of you know waiting around and whatever. Kelly's performance itself started around eight thirty, I believe. I mm-hmm. think she did a little interview before then, but even before the live stuff happened, she pre-taped a performance that I don't know if it aired yet. She performed mine. She came on at like seven fifty-five. Performed mine. And then left and came back like a half hour later. I think what they did was they played it at the end it- of the third hour of today. Okay. okay. Got it. Because in the normal, like the normal Today Show, the concert series, they only aired Favorite Kind of High, Lighthouse, and Since You've Been Gone. So I was wondering when it was going to be placed. Yeah. Um. Overall, just like so fun. She seems so happy to be there, even though it was ex- she was exhausted. She was just in such good spirits. She hit the high note in Since You've Been Gone for the first time in, I don't know how long, like yeah. years. Well, years. And she did it in, in sound check. In sound check too. Yeah, because there's a hilarious video. If you haven't seen it, there's there's a video going around uh, that, some, that a fan shot during sound check of Kelly hitting the high note in Since You've Been Gone. And Hoda is out there watching sound check. And you see when Kelly hits the high note, Hoda turns around and almost looks dead into the the camera of the fan and just goes, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great video. Try to track it down if you can. We'll we'll repost it. It's, yeah, it's on our, you scroll back to like Friday. um, It'll be there. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. Like hearing Favorite Kind of High again, like kind of, you know, I I got like another wave of excitement because it reminded me of opening, like the opening song in Vegas and just how amazing that sounded. Um, I was a little surprised she sang Lighthouse. I'm not going to lie, guys. Yeah, that was a surprise. I really did. And and you, and you'll have to tell uh, the story. We yes. really did think that since it was the release day for the deluxe edition, we really did think that we were getting roses. Yeah. Rob and I coordinated outfits. We got rose sweaters. <laughs> rose cardigans. Rose cardigans. And... um because we're like, yeah, what a perfect opportunity for her to perform Roses because the Deluxe is out today. And she didn't perform it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. Um, but it was just kind of funny. We're like, womp, womp. Um, but regardless, she sounded amazing. And um, I don't really know what else there is to tell. It was it was cool to be around a bunch of fans. I got to stand with Rob and Brett and um, fan Sabrina. Sabrina is um, her claim to fame. <laughs> is opening weekend she had the sign that went viral that was like my girlfriend says like you're my hall yes. pass yeah so that's her <laughs> yeah and sabrina was at our live episode <laughs> she was yes so uh I, I saw her and her friend and some other fans and i saw michelle and our friend julie and a bunch of people there michelle got a um, lot of uh our friend michelle got a lot of camera time in fact she ended she up did. she ended up in the uh in the promo when they were showing a bunch of mm-hmm. kelly fans at the beginning of the show yeah so that was super that was super cool. Um and that was that. Oh, and like 
I, from where I was, like, the, the way that it works there, like, if you're in the audience and, pe- and like, the, the hosts are just talking into a mic, it's not super loud. Like, for Kelly performing, you get a full concert. Yeah. But you don't, there's not, like, loudspeakers for the, the talking mics, I guess. Um, so afterwards, I, I know this was on TV, but I didn't, like, hear the whole thing, but there was a really young fan there who, um, I'm not sure if she's, I'm not sure if she still has cancer or she's in remission. I'm not sure. I, I wasn't able to gather that information, but um, she, a little girl, she loves Kelly. She loves Stronger. She loves Moxie from Ugly Dolls. Yeah, she had a little and Moxie with her. It was so nice. And then she was just talking about like her like insecurities that she has. And Kelly went down there and spoke with her for like five, ten minutes and was just comforting her. And it was so it was heartbreaking it was so sweet though and i'm like it was so mixed emotions to watch but it was a really nice moment and i'm glad that little girl had that it's going to be so special for her yeah it was an incredibly sweet moment because and i'll have to tell you i was i was still working at my morning show when all of this was airing and so i'm trying on one hand to pay attention to what's going on on my show. And then I'm also trying to pay attention to what's going on on TV with the, the Kelly performance. And they get to the part where, you know, they show the, the, the video with Kelly talking um, with the young lady. And I start tearing up because it is so incredibly sweet and so kind um, that I just, uh, her name is Camilla, by the way. And what was really awful was that they should have done this at a different part during the interview because when you're in TV, they are up against some very hard like time crunches. Like there are certain times that they they go out of what's called they go out of network and they send back to local. So this is when yeah. like your local station breaks in and does their news headlines and their weather and whatever. Well, the part where they had Camilla on and and Hoda's talking about her Zoom call. And then they go to the to Kelly and Camilla talking to each other. I don't think that the producers realized that Camilla was going to speak so much. And so you could tell they were running out of time very, very quickly. And Kelly was, you know, obviously ignoring the fact that she was on TV. She was having a one-on-one moment with this young lady. And unfortunately, they had to cut it off almost in the middle of their conversation on oh, TV. No. So... You heard what Camilla had to say. You heard what Kelly had to say, which was just beautiful. You know, she was like, you know, I used to think that I was weird and, you know, that I wasn't going to do things and look at me now. Hey, you know, that kind of thing. And then they were they were right in the middle of this really beautiful interaction. And I think Hoda was trying to chime in. And of course, there's Hoda definitely had a producer like screaming in her ear, like rap, rap, rap. Um, And they had to just they had to cut him off. So we, we didn't get and even the video that they show. The Today Show posted a video of the interaction. If you didn't see it, it's it's absolutely touching. You have to watch it. It cuts off very abruptly at the end because that was the absolute end that they had to show it. So that was unfortunate yeah. that it didn't have a nice little ending to it. And I mean, to be completely honest, from where I was standing, like the part, the only part that I heard was what the video is because by yeah. that point, like there was no amplification like sound wise. So but at the same time, it's like, I don't mind. Like, I, I want the two of them to have their their moment. Yes. And, you know, so I, that's kind of all I heard as well. Yeah, it was um, it was, it was just, really it was so cute. Sweet. Yeah, really, really so cute sweet. moment. Um, Overall, though, yeah, it was it was really nice. And, um, you know, I don't know when I'm seeing Kelly next. So it was a nice little uh, nice little treat to be able to see her for yeah. a little while. And that's about it. I yeah. don't know. I'm being kind of vague, but you saw most of it, guys. So yeah, she so she came into the studio. She did a really quick hit on set with the crew. Oh, and, see, we didn't even like see that. Yeah, so she came in. This was after sound check. After she got all dressed, uh, she came in, did a quick interview on the set with with all the anchors. Then she came out, did the uh, the three songs, and then she was done by that point. Um, and then she came back during the third hour of today, about halfway through, and did a little bit of a, a slightly longer form interview. It was maybe... Oh, did she? Yeah. She did like a five or six minute interview oh. uh, on set with the third hour crew. And then they aired 
the performance of mine at the end of the third hour. So they they kind of were trying to yeah they tried to make it seem like they're keeping the artist around for for quite a while but I think pretty much once she was done with that second interview she bounced and went home so that she could get ready for her social media lives yeah but that yeah that was the extent of uh, of everything that she did for for the show that day you also have to mention uh, that you uh, you ran into our friend uh, and friend of the show producer Andy. Yes, I was just about to say that. Um, so I bumped into Andy and the sweetest person ever. I adore him. He is absolutely him. like living in New York these he days. Like, ha- he's having the <laughs> best even, time. I even told him, I was like, Andy, I've lived here my entire life. You've done more in the last month than I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> like he's hit up all the cool spots, all the tourist spots, which you should. Yeah. And I haven't done I haven't done any of it because I'm here. So um, but no, he's a sweetheart and, um, I found out a few things from him. I don't think any of it's like confidential information. He was kind of said it really, you know, r- randomly. First, he had told me that, that the band was doing a quick rehearsal after the Today Show to prepare for iHeart. That was probably without Kelly. I'm yeah, guessing. I'm assuming. Um, I don't really know much details about that, but anywho, um, interestingly, he told me that. They, I was like, oh, like I know a lot of there's a big, you know, a lot of question marks with the talk show, but like, how's everything going so far? I wasn't like looking for info, but he's like, it's good. We have a bunch of guests lined up for the first few weeks, be- but we keep pushing them back because we don't know when we can start. Yeah, and I'm like, interesting. I didn't realize. I mean, it makes sense, but like, I didn't realize. Like, it's kind of like how the sausage is made. Yeah, like I didn't realize like that they really have just people on deck. So what when the when they come to an agreement with the, the strike that they can get rolling pretty soon and yeah. not have to worry about like last minute booking. So that was kind of interesting. Um, I don't have any other details about that, but he's like, yeah, we already have a few weeks like booked. We just got, we literally tell them we're going to keep pushing it and keep pushing it until we have the green light. And the interesting so. thing too, is that because the actors are also still on strike, the actors can't, appear on talk shows no. to promote their stuff until their strike is over. So chances are, if they've already got people who are booked on the show, these are likely actors who either are promoting projects that are from studios that do have agreements in place with uh, SAG-AFTRA or, you know, they're writers or comedians or you know some other types of people musicians musicians yeah that that yeah. don't necessarily fall under the sag after uh strike terms so yeah it's nice to hear that i mean literally they're ready to hit the ground running when it comes to the new show obviously they've probably got i mean they've probably got this brand new beautiful set just waiting for a show to happen on it yeah the other thing, like, when I was talking to him, there were a few other fans around us, and um, someone was like, hey, Andy, like, who from the band is coming to New York? And he's like, everyone. Obviously, we knew about Kyle. We knew that a while ago. Yeah. But everyone else, he said, is going to be here when the show starts. Yeah. So. Which, by the way, we, we did make a, uh, we did leave one thing out. Uh, the Today Show performance was the debut performance of Joe Ayub who is the new oh, yeah. bass player for the Kelly Clarkson show in my band y'all. But he's performed. Yeah. He's performed on the talk show though. Yes. He's done in like a fill in performance, but this is like yeah, yeah. his first, you know, you are in my band y'all like you are now part of the crew. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he probably went to uh, Las Vegas with them too. Yeah, probably, probably. So anyway, that was my recap of the Today Show. I was home by like 10, 30, 11 yeah. and took a nap. Hey, good for you. <laughs> it was great. It was great. One question I have for you is, do you get to keep those NBC VIP laminates? Yeah, because it has the date on it. It oh, has good. like Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, September 22nd, 20. So it's not like you can like reuse them or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. It's, will, a, it's a nice little takeaway. It's a nice little takeaway, I will say. So I've been to the Today Show for Kelly twice prior to this, one in 2017 and one in 2018. And I got posters from both of them. So I asked one of the – because they were – they, like, hand out free swag throughout the whole the whole day. I saw people had, so like, have, fans or signs or something. I have a, I have a sign. Um, 
So I was, and they gave out like tote bags and picnic blankets and just random Today Show. Wow. The only Kelly, the only Kelly branded thing was the laminate and like a fan. Uh huh. Everything else was just like Today Show, Today Show. Anyway, I asked one of the employees. I was like, "Hey, like, are you guys doing posters?" They're like, "We're not doing them this year." So I can't add that to my Today Show wall. Oh, bummer. I know. Want, want. First real problems. <laughs> uh, b- before we get into uh, talking about the new songs on the Deluxe album, I do want to make one more special mention of something that Pam put out on social media that even had oh. my friends asking me questions about my lovely co-host. Wait, you, what? You, just, you said that with, your, with the Today Show performance on Friday, you had then seen Kelly 50 times. Yes, um, I I have. That so is let me... that is incredible. Like I mean, I, I I'm very fortunate to be able to have seen her as many times as I have, but I always forget. Yes, you are in New York, where things are much more prominent. Even going back to you know early album days, I didn't realize that it's been 50 times that you have had these like run-ins with Kelly. Yeah. So let me preface by saying this i have not seen 50 full kelly concerts so my definition and your definition might be different but whatever i'm sticking with my uh, number yeah 50 is like the amount of times i've seen her whether that was a concert a tv show appearance some random promo event today's show like all the all the things yeah all the things um and I will be, like, the first to admit that, like, if I did not live where I live, that number would be so much less. Oh, yeah. So I am I am very aware of how how fortunate I am. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was my 50th time uh, seeing her, which was – That's awesome. Abe <laughs> commented on my post, and he just put an <laughs> emoji and looked like, oh, my God. It was like – it was the wide-eye emoji, like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I know plenty of fans whose number is higher than that. Oh, yeah. For There's, sure. Absolutely. I know plenty of people whose number is way more than that. But yeah, this was number 50, which was crazy. We know some people um, who have got numbers that are that high or higher. And it's if that's just counting concerts correct. that they've been to. Not even like these outside you know, appearances. So that's why I was like, it's a little... It's a little flexible in terms of how whatever, as far as like full concerts go, it's probably, I don't know, high 30s. Yeah. Good grief. And then, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. I know. But that's, I, 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 I always go back to the fact that like on tour, because like she just does so many shows within like a two or three hour drive. So it's right. like, she makes it easy for me to spend money that I shouldn't be spending. It's been a minute since I had a a truly accurate count. And so I need to go back and I need to redo my count of just how many shows that I've been to. And there's also a lot of events that I haven't paid for because, like, example, today's show. It's free. Yeah. Only thing I paid for was my Uber there. Um, Right. So, so yeah. I, I know. I was like... Felt kind of weird mentioning it, but I was like, whatever. It's a monumental number, but yeah. it also makes me look kind of crazy. Like, whatever. <laughs> no, whatever. Blame New York City, okay? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's only going to get better because uh, Homegirl is uh, based out of there now. Oh, my gosh. That is correct. Um, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. I was like, what on earth are you going to bring up right now? Well, I had a friend of mine come to me and go, just out of the blue, because I hadn't seen the post yet. She was like, "Does has Pam really... <laughs> seen Kelly 50 times and I'm like what are you talking about surprise yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's funny anyway I'm like hiding right now I'm like anyway <laughs> all right uh, let's get to the uh, the main meat of our episode today and that is the release of the deluxe edition of Kelly Clarkson's latest album chemistry which came out on Friday We have five brand new songs. We have a live performance from the Belasco Theater, and we have two Wiki Wiki remixes. Uh, Of course, we've already had the live performance, uh, the two remixes, and one of the new songs, Roses. We've had those for a while now. We're not going to talk in depth about Roses today. You can go back and listen to our episode from a couple of weeks ago if you want to really get back into the weeds, uh, so to speak, about Roses. That was a weird that was a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't mean to make Not that pun. pun or whatever. Yeah. Correlation. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so let's talk about uh, the new songs, Pam. Let's start with, uh, we'll go in track order uh, sure. with I Won't Give Up First. Your initial thoughts on this tune. Okay, so I want to make a very big preface that we're recording this the day after it came out. Um, uh, so I've genuinely, I've not heard these songs much. I haven't had much time um, to listen. So like, I'm telling you, I've listened to them like three times, which isn't a lot. But I do have my very, very first impressions. So I won't give up. I I like the song and I love the lyrics. It Throughout the song, I like kind of like dip in and out. And I think what really hits me, the part that I start like obsessing over the song is the line where she starts, I see visions in my mind so close that I can feel them come alive. Uh-huh. It's just like, I don't know if it's like a key change or what. Um, and I think there's like the background vocals kind of kick in as well. That part like makes me want to like jump and sing along and dance to it. But the rest of the song is a little bit like slower, slower grow for me. Yeah. I love how inspiring these lyrics are. Yeah. And that's the thing about all these songs. I feel like all the deluxe tracks are kind of, and I, I'm sure this was probably done intentionally. They're definitely more empowerment and more like. F U versus sad. Yeah. These seem almost like these are post-mortem songs to the relationship. And, you know, they are, they deal with moving on. They deal with getting your power back. Um, And there does seem to, yeah, be this sort of theme that overrides these new songs. I mean, I would probably say if anything, Roses and Goodbye are probably the songs that seem like they are the the ones that you would put at like the end of a relationship arc. And, and that's these, why they're the last two. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got these these other songs that sort of feel like after the relationship is done, you know, sort of the things that you realize about yourself and about the relationship as a whole. Uh, in particular, when it comes to I Won't Give Up, uh, it was written by Jesse Shatkin, Jessica Karpov. Kelly, Max Wolfgang, and Peter Townsend, not to be confused with, no. with Pete Townsend from The Who. But, okay, someone, I was confused as well, and someone wrote on Twitter that apparently they sampled a Who song, and I'm like, is that true? Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna need, I don't I'm gonna hear need it. To, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to need to go and, and figure this out more. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to credit Peter Townsend, which is, Pete Townsend from the Who spells his name differently with an with it with it with an H. With an H, yeah. So I don't so, I don't know if that's I, what that is. I have no idea, but I saw because I was confused when I read the credits. I was like, I thought this was the, like a Who collaboration yeah. at first, and then I was like, oh, just kidding, it's a different person. And then someone wrote, no, it's um, they sample. Oh, I forgot what song it was. Was it Bob O'Reilly? Maybe we'll find this out eventually. <laughs> we can ask Jason eventually. Yes. Uh, some of my thoughts on this song, I mean, the the slight like reverb echo effect, I have a love-hate relationship with because, I love it. because it, it forces you to listen a little harder to the lyrics to really pick them up. But I mean, more often than not, most songs that you hear, you may not even realize, but most songs have like a slight echo effect or a reverb effect on an artist's voice but this one is so much more prominent that it almost is distracting for me and i know it's sort of a it's a producing choice that was made so i don't know if this is something that i love i do love the fact that the song does have kind of a cool 80s vibe to it uh i i love the the repetition of the the song title in in the chorus um one of the other things that I caught, I might be, again, clowning here, but these new songs in the deluxe are once again having a theme of callbacks to previous songs that Kelly yes. has put out. One of them is a lot more obvious, but this one, I don't know if I'm just wanting to hear this or if this is an actual thing, but I think I Won't Give Up has a callback to Thankful of all songs because the line is, yeah, the line in the song is count my blessings, learn my lessons and move on with my life. 
And in the song, Thankful, the line is, and I'm thankful for the blessing and the lessons that I've learned with you by my side. So I don't know. Holy crap, Jeremy. I know. Like I said, I don't know if I'm clowning here or if I'm, I'm hearing something that's not really there or it's just a complete coincidence. But for as many callbacks as there has been on this record as a whole, that stood out to me right away. I heard blessings and lessons put together. And I'm like, that is a thankful callback. Because Whoa, I didn't real I didn't I didn't yeah, pick that up. Yeah. So again, I don't know if I'm I'm making this up, but I think it I think it's what I'm hearing. Um Ooh. I also uh I really love in the song in the song I really love the line some good things begin with goodbye. I really like that line a lot. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right, anything else on I won't give up? No, I think the song needs to grow me a bit more, but I like I love the chorus. Yeah. But the verses I think I need to spend a little bit more more time with. Again, I've literally listened to these like three times. So Yeah. Yeah. There will be a lot more listening. I really love in the chorus how, you know, the drum beat sort of picks up yeah. and it sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. the tempo picks up in the song and I it just it sounds really, really great. I love that. All right, our next song is Did You Know? It was written by Jesse Shatkin, Kelly, John Ryan. Chris Kelly and Ruth Ann Cunningham. So quite the party to get together to write this tune. Um, this one is a fun song because it definitely pays homage to the OG Kelly fans who have known a lot of these little factoids that she lists off about herself in the song. A lot of us have known these things for a really long time. We've known for a long time. Her favorite movie is the Goonies. Uh, even though she has said to the contrary in some of her lives, I think it happened when she was promoting chemistry, somebody asked her her favorite color, and I think she said something about a blue or some kind of a hue of blue. You know, years ago, it was cobalt blue. That was yes. like the thing. And yes. recent, more recent years, it's been green. Yes, she's turned over to green now as her favorite yeah. color. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but the callback that I love the most as far as the things that she loves is very, very early on, like thankful days, she mentioned that her favorite band is the Toadies. And that is, for those of you who don't know, they're a Texas band. Uh, they had some uh, some grunge rock success in the 90s. They had a big hit song called Possum Kingdom. They had another big song called Tyler that's really good. You should check out. Their first album, Rubberneck, is really, really good. And she is, she's been on the record early in her career saying that this is mm -hmm. one of her favorite bands. I mean, we mentioned it, the our season premiere episode this like season four yeah we mentioned that in our which, live episode playlist which i mean which might have been a little bit of a wink but you know was it was it not <laughs> i don't know was, you'll just have to figure um, that out for yourself but yeah we put possum kingdom on our uh live episode um pre-show playlist yeah so it, there you go exactly the i need to talk about the beginning of the song because i had a funny realization okay so the beginning is like a i don't even know how do you explain it like a beat scratchy yeah, electronic thing i don't know Yeah, weird little electronic effect i realize what it sounds like what it sounds like the very beginning of kiss me through the phone by soldier boy <laughs> what listen to kiss me through the phone the first 10 seconds it's the the beat sounds very similar i realized that this morning and i was just sitting by myself cracking up and i look crazy but it, it sounds similar just that one part oh well that makes a lot of sense because john ryan's is the real name of soldier boy no i'm just kidding that's, that's <laughs> oh i was like shut the hell up <laughs> i was like kelly sampled soldier boy on this song <laughs> Yes. I got so excited. <laughs> gotcha. Oh my, you did. Oh, that that's, was good. That's that was so a good funny. One. That's very yeah. funny. Um, anyway. All right, I'll have to go and uh, dig out my Soldier Boy CD and uh, see if I can catch the the comparisons there. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, Once you hear it, you will agree with me. I'm sure, and I I will probably never be able to hear it differently after that. <laughs> um, for me, you know, this song seems to be about finding out what you've done to somebody too late and now they wonder if you really knew them at all you know yeah um you know she's obviously going through and being like you know you you didn't listen to me you know and clearly you don't know me like i thought you did like did you even know my favorite band is toadies and then i'm a goonie and i love color green like what uh, what were we doing all this time because you clearly weren't listening yeah i love how 
visual the lyrics are. Yeah. Like, I love the Goonies reference, the Toadies, um, Alanis, um, dancing on a beach in Mexico in a storm. Like, mm-hmm. it's so visual, and you can almost see it played out in front of you. Yeah. I love I, I love that with, with lyrics. Um, I love the lyric as well. Did you know that control is a disease? Yeah. <sighs> and I this is a this is one of those songs where it's got really really like stark lyrics. Mm-hmm. And we've this is not the first time that the idea of someone controlling somebody else has come up as a theme on this record. So obviously, you know, Kelly has said that the the things that she sings about on this album are the things that people either already knew that were out there sort of in the public or things that people like assumed that were correct. And control is a big theme in this, in this album. So I did, uh, I did bump on that as well. Yeah. I like the song a lot. I I do too. it's, It's fun. I could actually hear this because of the like quote, older references uh-huh. i could like see this doing fairly well on like an adult contemporary station because i think a lot of the like millennial gen x would actually really gravitate towards the lyrics as well and they could like kind of see themselves in it a bit yeah it's i mean yeah it's it's a nice song i don't know if i hear it on the radio at all um you know this is i think for me this is very much like a deluxe type of a okay. song um but yeah i i do like it i mean there's there's not one of these songs that I like hate with all like, no. you know, the thunder and the clouds, but nonetheless, like there are songs you're just like, okay, I understand why, you know, if they were really pressed to pick 12 songs or 14 songs that, you know, this one might, you know, be on the, eh, you know, do we really want this one? It could, I can understand that entirely. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to, uh, I think the song that most people were anticipating when we got the track listing for the deluxe and that was You Don't Make Me Cry featuring River Rose. So this, I love how you describe the opening. Can you please tell everyone? Um, I don't I don't remember how I described the opening. <laughs> River scatting. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. Because Kelly says in these interviews that were leading up to the release of the song, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, River came in when she was five years old to the studio and just started, you know, singing in the studio. I'm thinking that, you know, she's come up with these like lyrics of her own. Yeah, some lyrics she's come up on her own. It literally sounds like if you were to, if I were to put a microphone in front of my then five year old, he would also be like, skip it, that was really kind of the noise. I mean, it's just noises, you know, she's not really singing anything. But she's just kind of making this like thing. But it's like, look, I've seen enough of these videos on TikTok of these sort of home producers and DJs who take these random ass noises from life and turn it into this like hot beat and put it into a song. And next thing you know, you're just like, that was the sound of someone dropping their shoes at the door when they walk in. And now suddenly it's like a club banger. Like, I don't know how you did that, but you did that. And so, yeah, I mean, it literally sounds like what would happen if you like walk up to a five-year-old on the street and be like, what do you think about this? And they'd be like, uh, this is a microphone, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to play with it. How do you really feel about this, Jeremy? (laughs) I'm just saying that (laughs) it was a little bit of a misdirect when she was like, she came into the studio and started singing. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I thought it was going to be like a duet. I read on a lyrics website, which I, you, I mean, always take with a grain of salt, that the chorus had River doing background vocals a little bit. Uh, kind of, because they do carry over the um, uh, the bits of like what she does and like the noises she made. They do layer them into the which chorus. I kind of like that. I think it sounds kind of cool. I like it a lot. Um, I think it's I think it's 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 cute to have River on there. It was definitely jarring the first time I heard it because I was not expecting that. Um, but I I think it's a cute little thing, like a you know a little mother daughter project. And I love at the very end, that <laughs> River's like the end. Yes, <laughs> that I love. I thought that was so cute. The one words we can understand that she put out there was the end. Uh, you know, and another thing too is that I that was adorable. You know, this is a song that. Um, 
is clearly, you know, this is a song on an album about a relationship ending. And there is something a little savage about putting the product of your relationship on a song (laughs) about (laughs) the end of your relationship, you know, like you're having your kids sing on this song. That's talking about how like you and I mean, the the song is not strictly about like, Hey, me, you and your, you and your dad and I didn't work out, but, still it's implied it's implied and so you've got your daughter on here so i'm just like like wow cold-blooded i love it this also this song also has some uh callbacks to past songs oh a major there's a major one but the first one i want to mention which is smaller there this is the album of um high roads yes Yes. Uh, walk the high road without you. There, it's funny. Rob was going to put something in our Vegas uh, live episode about um, how many songs can you think, a Kelly songs can you think of where she mentions the word road? There were a <laughs> lot more than you can think. He was actually quizzing me. <laughs> we didn't, he didn't end up using it, obviously, but there's a lot. Um, but the, the lyric that I, I think everyone is like absolutely adoring is the. Um, picking you from my garden, weeds aren't allowed in. Guessed you missed that song. Yep. Homage to sober. Couldn't be more blatant. More blatant, and I'm like, oof! I love that. Even though she didn't write that lyric in sober, it doesn't matter. Um, it, I I I love that she did this. So I think you're onto something with um, the "I won't give up" callback. I th- yeah. I I think a lot of this was intentional. Yeah, I mean, look, that one, when we first heard that lyric, we are just like, oh, my God, like, amazing. Like, I, I was in my car the first time I listened to this song and had it cranked up, and I that lyric went by the first time, and I just screamed, no, she didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love a good callback. I love yeah. when you throw in a reference that true fans are going to catch more of that, please. I mean, I love that. That's great. I mean, I it's it's, it's little like Easter it. eggs for us. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's her uh, equivalent of like Taylor Swift Easter eggs, <laughs> God. but not not nearly as difficult to uh, understand. Please, not that far. Uh, <laughs> for me, you know, after listening to it a couple of times, you know, this song for me is is like saying that you know she's broken away, she's taken back her power. It, it sounds like a song. That you would sing to someone when you're finally over them, you know, yeah. and again, just having your daughter on that song with you just I'm just like, damn, that is you do not cross this woman like at all. She will hurt you in ways that you didn't realize you could be hurt. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, this song uh, written by just Kelly and Jesse Shatkin. So Jesse Shatkin all over these okay. uh, these bonus tracks. In fact, he he uh, produced and was uh, and writing credits on four of the five. I don't think we talked about this when Roses first came out, but it was Jesse and Kelly along with Amy Allen and Sean Douglas who wrote on Roses. But then we get to uh, the last song that we're going to cover today, and this is Goodbye. And this is the one Kelly and Jason Halbert production. Uh, on the deluxe edition. I think that her vocals on this are so good. Yes. Like, so good. There's one part I wrote, I can barely read my handwriting. Um, What you seem, wait, what did I write? <laughs> what you seem, you're not what you see. I don't know what I wrote. Anyway, there's a really crazy high note. Yeah. Around the word seem. I don't know what I wrote. My handwriting is really bad, but... <laughs> That was not good. Is this the song that she explained was on the Instagram live that was like the Sade? Is that what she said? This may have been, yeah. Because this is the only one I I could think of. Yeah, because this has a very Sade type of a sultry singing vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so this is, I mean, I when she said that in the Instagram live and I went back and re-listened to the song, I completely heard it. I thought, how did I miss that the first time through? Because- the the influence is completely there, and I caught yeah. it right away. Uh, there's a 
there's a line in here where she says our family portraits and designer dreams become so worthless when you're not what you seem. And I'm just Oof. like, man. And the, the parts that really get me is when you go into, I think it's the chorus and they're sort of the lines that are said as Kelly, Kelly, the background vocalist in the song. If you watch the, the lyric video, they are the lyrics that are in the parentheses when she's got the main vocal going and then there's like other lyrics go through and read those lyrics because those are the ones that are really like hard to like, those are like the really biting lyrics for this particular song. And it's just, that, I mean, I, I saw a couple people mention that they thought that the lyrics of the bonus songs were in some cases more savage than yes. the standard album. I don't know if I'm ready to make that kind of a statement about it, but it's close. I mean, there's some really like in your face lyrics in this particular uh, section of songs. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple that I, there's a couple on the standard that are real like, Oh God, like they're really like Kelly was angry, but I overall, I do, I do agree with those people. I think these, these are all pretty savage, but they're all almost empowering as well. So yeah, I I I like that. So we're not going to go into roses, right? Yeah, no. Spoke about it. Already I did love a whole roses. episode. Yeah, great song. Yeah. I think roses of the five. I think roses is the best song. I it, agree. It's the one that I think you know would have been just fine being included on the proper album. Um, yeah, I love the the thematic elements through it. I like it more and more every time I hear it. So yeah, it's. I mean, roses is the standout of the five songs, but. I don't have issues with with any of these songs. Um, you know, there's some producing choices that I don't know if I love on on a couple of them, but Same. it's it's not enough to where because like you know I already said what I said about you know I won't give up. It's just it's the the echo the reverb is a little distracting. You know, uh, Soldier Boy or whatever aside, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the little effect that they put at the beginning of Did You Know. I don't think it really brings anything to the song other than just to like let you know for those who really know the song in the first one second which song is coming. Yeah. It doesn't add anything to the song for me. And I don't even know. I'll have to go back and listen because I never really listened for it. I don't know if if that is brought back at all during the song. I don't, I don't know if it comes in the chorus or anything. I don't think it does. If it is, it's very subtle. If Yeah, if it is. But so, yeah, I, I could have done without that. It just kind of sounds like a weird. It, it, honestly, when I heard that, it reminded me of the like 2009, 2010 demos where, you know, they've got sort of unfinished elements, you know, little parts that they weren't necessarily going to include on the songs, but they just had them in there. That's what that sounds like. It's like, oh, you know, did anybody at any point say, does anybody else want to like lop off the front of this song and just start with the, you know, the bass line or the, or the keyboard that goes right into the vocal? Like, do we need this little kind of wiki wiki note here or is that we, oh, we're all married to that? Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Guys, let us know what you think of the deluxe tracks. Let us know what your favorite is. Yes. Um, also let and- us know if you ever happen to see it out in the wild, because from what we can discern, this is not being sold in retail stores. It was sold strictly through Kelly's website and then also through Amazon. And I saw at least on the Friday of the release, Amazon sold out. So, yeah, and also mine. Like I got, I I got an email that mine is going to be pushed back, like at least a week or two. You really? Yeah, I, I got a shipping. Like mine shipped. Okay, no, so mine, mine's on the I way. Think- I think mine said it's going to be coming within the next week or so. So, so I'm wondering if it was that was that was that was Amazon. Okay, so Amazon. Okay, so Amazon people see. I bought through the official website, so Mm -hmm. mine has shipped and mine's on the way. Um, Might or may not have uh, got an extra copy to give away to our podcast listeners. Wink, wink. Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! But yeah, so if you do happen to ever see it out in stores, retail wise, let us know. Because I don't think, I think this is going to be a very short print. So that said, I'm going to say what I wish I could have said to people back in 2009 and 2010 with the smokestack sessions, buy this and don't wait for it because who knows how short of a print this very well might be. Yeah. 
So get it if you can. Yep. All right, team. I think that about wraps it up for today. I team, think so. As in Jeremy. As in Jeremy. All right, team. <laughs> Um, yeah, let us know what you think of the deluxe album. Um, we are on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Miss Into Podcast. Um, if you listen on the Spotify app, please consider leaving us a rating. And you can also leave comments on individual episodes. And same thing, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review. Um, we will be back next week, I believe, with our with another mailbag episode. Yes. So if you have any questions that you want to throw our way, by all means, uh, hit us up on social. And we will uh, try to get to those questions in next week's episode. We've got a lot of them that we need to cover. So we'll do our best to answer as many as we can. Awesome. Well, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Continue to stream by spread the word about chemistry deluxe and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you guys. Thanks for listening to miss into podcast. Miss into podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. So you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Find us and continue the conversation at Miss Into Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find more at MissIntoPodcast.com.